welcome to a special Jersey baseball show on our Generation Next 2.0 journey. We are talking to a lot of uh, 2022s, 23s, outstanding players with a New Jersey background, showing why Jersey is the best state in the country when it comes to this sort of thing. And we have a special guest today, it's Sebastian Pisacreta, uh, the longtime uh, Bishop Eustace catcher, whose journey has taken a, uh, a turn here that we're going to talk about. He's in a much warmer place than we are right now. He's down in Florida, and uh, not a lot of people know that, that his journey's uh, kind of diverged a little bit. We do all know that he's a pit verbal co uh, commit, and if we didn't know, we certainly know that now um, by, uh, by his wardrobe choice today. But Sebastian, welcome, first of all. Thank you for, uh, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. 100%. Let's, uh, let's talk uh, business, and a lot, a lot of guys know here um, but you had, uh, you received an opportunity um, to, uh, you know, kind of different than, than most people's uh, traditional high school journey. You're down in Florida now. You'll be there for the next, uh, my math isn't any good, so we'll say two years. Um, and uh, tell us about where you are, the Next Level Academy down in the Orlando area, how all this came about. And, uh, you know, let's, let's start with that. Yeah, so... Originally, I was at Eustis for three years and was going to be my fourth year. And, um, you know, I was going to I was set on going to this academy next year um, for my postgrad year. And, uh, you know, they called me up in August. I was so set on going to Eustis for my senior year. Uh, they called me up in August. Say, yo, what does it take to get you down this year? I really thought about it. I was so set on going to Eustis. Um, and. They said, just come down, try it for a week. So I said, okay, I'll go try it for a week. And I really didn't want to. I really didn't. I was so set on Eustace. And I just wanted to have my senior Eustace while my friends and with that group of guys at Eustace. And I went down there and it just opened my eyes. And just the amount of baseball they play, the weather was beautiful. Um, and it was just like, why? Why why not do this? Why not play baseball all day long? And just have fun with it and just making me a better baseball player. You lift every day, hit every day, throw. You're working on your craft every day. And that's all I want to do in baseball. I want to be the best version of myself and get ready for that ACC baseball. Yeah, and anybody who knows you knows back home, you'd be the kind of guy who'd, have, you know, shovel the field out so you could play 365 days a year back here. Don't have, you can put away the shovel now, I think, for, for a while, right? You, you, can, you can play those 365 without it. Sure. Um, you know, it's a, you know, a, a unique thing, obviously. Um, I'm sure they probably had a pretty good idea that once you came down and saw it, you know, people, people don't spend a week down in Orlando and come back home if they, if they don't have to. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. You know, what's it, what's it like down there? Um, What's it like down there? Yeah, so I, I'm in an apartment right now with a, a teammate of mine and then also strength coach is 24, our, my, my teammates from DR. Um, and it's just, it's so much fun. I get to wake up at 9 o'clock every day, go to practice at 10.30. It's about 10.30 to 4.30 every day. Um, you get in, you lift right away. You're lifting for about an hour and a half. Then we hit for about another hour and a half, go to lunch. Um, and then we do defense stuff in the afternoon. And I, I really recommend it to anyone. I mean, 
this opportunity was a blessing. Um, I know people were very, um, they wanted me to do this. And I'm very grateful that people are accepting of me doing this as well. Um, how does, how do they do, is it like online classes? How does, yeah. how does it, okay. Yeah, so we do online classes. I'm finishing out my credits right now for high school. And then next year I'll start my college classes to get credits for college. And that's neat because that'll uh, add up to make your uh, your life a little bit easier and spread out at Pitt, I'm sure, right? So let's, you know, let's talk about what you, you know, what you had here at Eustis. I shouldn't say here, but, you know, back in, in New Jersey, you know, you still obviously live there. It's still very important to you. I know you said you'll always proudly rep Jersey wherever you go. Um, I got to imagine that that was the, the toughest thing um, because everything else seems like, oh my gosh, what were the best opportunity, you know, like logically that's the best opportunity you could ever have for what your, your goals are. But, but tell us about, you know, how special a place that is to you, um, you know, getting to, to play with your, your boys there, you know, um, what it was, because that had to be the only thing that was like weighing on your mind, I think, about staying up, staying back, I'm sure. For sure. You know, Eustace is always home to me. Um, I was there for three years. I mean, Matteo, Johnny Piacentino, they were they were seniors and I was a freshman. They took great leadership and they showed me the path uh, to be a great Eustace baseball player. And there's plenty of great Eustace baseball players in my sophomore year. Great leaders in Chase Conklin, Chuck Sanzio, all those kids. And and then it gets into the real show when I get to play my sophomore year. I hope I'm, we didn't have a season. We had that last dance, which was super fun. And then my junior year last year, with Ant Salamino, and that, that season was very historical, in my opinion. That season was so much fun, and uh, I wouldn't take that season for granted for anything. Yeah. Um, you know, the reputation you have is, as a catcher, I mean, I think Anthony could make the majors and you're still going to always be his favorite catcher to, to throw to. And hopefully he makes the majors for the Pirates the same while you're out at Pitt would, would, would be the best, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, what do you say about him and, and, and also, you know, the, the, what you learn from the guys that are older than you at Eustis? Yeah, so I'll tell you a quick story real quick. So <laughs> Ant was not he didn't even step into Eustis as a class yet. We we have Saturday morning uh, workouts in the winter for Eustis, which are captain practices. And he showed up to one of them, his first practice. And he, Monday was his first day of school. He showed up and uh, everyone was like in shock that he was here. Nobody, and they're early, like 7 a.m. So you got to wake up early for them. And we were all shocked he was here. So he, he strolls in with his gallon of water, his bands on his neck. And he's just ready to go. He's ready to practice, ready to start this new chapter. We warm up and all that. And then we do our live ABs. And wants to throw 15 pitches. Nobody wanted to catch him. I was a sophomore catcher at the time. Never really caught Velo in my life. And I got to not catch this kid because no one else wanted to catch him. So I'm, I'm catching this funky windup. He's just standing up and throwing. I'm like, oh, God, here we go. He steps on the mound. First pitch was – I didn't have to move my glove. I didn't have to move my glove. It was just right there, nasty movement, all that. But before that, he comes up to me. I'm like, yo, just take it easy. Like, you know, just take it easy. He's like, it's 8 a.m. I'm going to give you the 8 a.m. special. He's sitting 90 to 92. I'm like, 
it's he's just he's such a hard determined working kid and i just learned so much from him uh just as friends and on the baseball field or off the baseball field or in the weight room his throwing the way he take care of his arm and that experience itself starting junior year with the last dance um you know we, we struggled a little bit just we we felt we weren't on the same page because that violent game he didn't throw his best, but we weren't really working together. Then his Cherokee game in the last dance, again, same thing. He, he battled an injury that game, but you could just tell we weren't on the same page. And that Gloucester Catholic game, the game he shoved, it clicked. And you could just see it clicked. And I, I wanted to make a difference for his senior year. So that winter, I told him, I'm going to catch all your bullpens, no matter what it was. He always told me, he always asked me to come when there were scouts or just so he could look good and just have someone to throw to that he had confidence in. So I'd always go there for him, but I wouldn't go there all the time. So this, that last winter, I went just to catch him and make me better and then also have the, his confidence in me so we could be on the same page. And I felt like he did his thing, and it was just a crazy experience. And I love catching him, and I'm, I will miss catching him, but hopefully we can be uh, teammates again. Special catching a guy that, that... – might as well have been a first round pick, right? First pick of the early pick in the second round. I mean, your top 40 pick overall, that's got to be something you're always going to, that, that year or two, you can always look back on. For sure. For sure. That's something I'll never forget. Yeah. Um, what did it mean to you that, that the, the, those who you, you know, you obviously had to tell, you know, certain people at Eustace that you were leaving. Um, what did it mean to you that, that they were, you know, Obviously upset that you were leaving. You're a, you were the the captain pretty much, right? Special guy coming back, but but also at the same time, understanding of what your dreams are and supportive of you pushing for your goals. Yeah, I mean, I was very happy about that. I thought they would be upset, and it just made me feel better and felt like I made the right decision um, when they were accepting of me leaving. You know, we wanted to repeat what we did last year. Um, with this, with different groups of guys, because we had a very big senior class last year, and then we were very young this year, and we had some big guys in Matt Augusta and Kirkner, and Oveka and Raf Rogers and all those guys, and I think they're all going to go off this year. And I mean, I'll still be supporting them because I got to get used to our season starting in January now, which is <laughs> I still yeah. think I have three months of training to do, but I don't. I only have a month and a half, which is absurd. But we end in May. So I'll be at a lot of the games and Coach right. Trope. I called him and he was very accepting um, of me leaving. He was upset, of course, but he was very happy for me. And I saw him a couple, about a month ago, gave him a big hug. And it was just cool. I was very happy about that. When is your first game? That I don't know. Apparently it's the third week of January. And we have a 60-game season traveling all up across the East Coast, which is. How, how, how far up the East Coast do you, you get to play? I believe North Carolina. Okay. So 60 games in high school as opposed to 24, 25, I guess that, yeah. that probably also is an indication of what you're, you know, that's literally a hundred extra at bats a year, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, they do a little different down here uh, because it's an academy and they play other academies. So they do a three game series, uh, kind of like college, college um, yeah. Yeah. seven inning games on Friday, Saturday, do a nine inning game. So is, is, is that another – I mean, there's so many reasons that this makes sense for you for what your goals are. Um, 
you know, that, that season now, cause so many guys go off to college and they're, you know, the 56 games in, in the short amount of time, the, you know, the three months, basically guys hit a wall their freshman year. They just, it's just natural. It's the biggest year they've, they've played, you know, that's not going to be quite as big a, a, a thing for you. having gone through it a couple of times. Yeah. I mean, I'm facing 90 plus every day and just getting used to it so I can get ready for this ACC. Um, because I know it's no joke. It's power five baseball. And you just got to be ready for it. And I, I don't want to be a cheerleader. I want to come in and make an immediate impact with Pitt um, and just show them how good I am and be the best version of myself. I say you said that earlier. That's that, and anybody who knows knows that you're going there to, to, to make your mark on, on, the, on that program. Yeah. How, I'm, uh, I'm sorry. Luke was uh, he, a pitcher for the Mariners. He comes in uh, every day and works out. And I was listening to him talk to a coach, and he's like, I don't pitch good this year I know it wasn't my hard work that uh didn't get me there and didn't make me pitch good so if I give a mile and I look back and say you know I gave him my own and maybe the turnout didn't come as I wanted to but I gave him my own I worked the hardest I could to be the best player I could be yep it's all we can do how uh how how did we get to Pitt how 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 did the how did Pittsburgh become your your school how did that stand out from the others so I went to junior nationals last year I believe it was in June, um, and they weren't even on my radar at the time, but I saw them watching me. There was a lot of schools there, and they were there, and they called me before WWF, uh, like two days before, and they're like, hey, we're really interested in you. Uh, we're going to come watch you play, um, and then we just started building our communication. I, the first person I talked to was Coach McGahey. Um, Loved him. He just immediate um bond there so he watched me play one game uh in WWA and I had a double had a coat I threw a kid out and I was just I was feeling good and they called me after they gave me an offer um and then I talked to coach Bell coach Maserocco which was a catcher for the Reds and the Mets mm -hmm. um that that coach Maserocco really sold me he uh I wanted to work with a good catching coach and someone that could make me better defensively because that was always my problem. I, I wasn't always a catcher. I started catching when I was about 13. Um, and I wanted to work with someone that could make me better defensively. And we just saw catching the same way, just helping our pitchers out, communicating, all this stuff. And we talk, he, he talked about the best catchers and in each four quadrant, quadrants and how they caught the ball, which was insane. Like he said, JT's the best at catching the low and away pitch. Sandy Leon's best at catching the up and away. I mean, up and in pitch. It was just insane to me. And I'm like, I'm sold. Coach Bell uh, <laughs> was at Florida State and he's building something. I think they're going to be a top program in the ACC. Uh, Sky Duff's there right now, obviously. I talked yeah. to him, committed. Um, and he just said he loved it. And I went up there, saw it, and it was beautiful. Yeah. So. Yeah. So so why catching? What 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 is it about the position that you love and 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 fits your personality so well? Um, because you said you kind of became a catcher. You weren't, you know, one of those kids who was wearing a mask at like age three. Um, but why why is it why does it fit you so well? Um, I think it fits me well because I'm in every pitch. Uh, I think I help my pitchers out more than anything. It's all about them and making them feel comfortable. Um, John McAdams, my Arsenal coach, when I was really younger, he
he saw my arm and he's like, he just stuck me back there. Just to say, I like it. And I loved it. Like I thank him for putting me back there and showing me this because I was always a corner guy, outfielder, pitcher, just use my arm. And that's that. Yeah. Um, looking back, what does Bishop Eustis mean to you, Bishop Eustis Baseball and, and, and the school itself? It, it's a family there. Uh, anyone in Jersey, anyone that lives in Morristown, Cherry Hill, I just recommend it to anyone. It's, it's a great school. It's a family atmosphere, and they're all about supporting one each other, the teachers, the other students there. And, again, the baseball coach, got Nikki Delgazzo, one of the best coaches in New Jersey, in my opinion. Um, and then Tropiano. His history just shows that he's one of the greatest coaches as well. So just the two of them combined make will make you a better baseball player. Just look at all the college athletes now that went to Eustis, Sky Duff, Matt Orlando, Johnny Piacetina, Chuck Sanzia. I mean, you got two pro, three pro guys right now, and Zach Allen, Salamita, and uh, Smelter. Yeah, it, it just says itself. It's crazy. You forgot about Devin. You're right. That's uh, he's the old man now. <laughs> um. What would you be, you know, what would your sport be if it weren't baseball? If you could be D1 and anything else? Uh, golf. I love golfing. Um, I, every time I come back home, I go golfing with Ann, a couple used to boys. You know, go, golf doesn't love me, but I love golf. Well, yeah, you're, you kind of answered my question there. Do you love it because you're good or do you love it because it's fun? No, I love you. I'm not the greatest golfer. I just have fun with it. What's your I best round? What? What's your best round? Oh, I don't keep track because it's that bad. <laughs> Can you break 100 is the question. On a good day, yeah. Okay. Hey, you play fast, you enjoy it. I think you can play with anybody. It doesn't really matter, right? Other than baseball, other than Eustis, what's the one thing you miss most about New Jersey? My family. Without them, I wouldn't be here. Um, and I, I thank them every day for giving me this opportunity letting me be a thousand miles away from them. I call them every night and I have to cook clean on my own. So I'll be calling them asking my mom for recipes and all that stuff. Food wise, what's one thing better in, in Florida than Jersey? And what's one thing that's much worse? Um, so better the Mexican food. There's a Puerto Rican place about 10 minutes away from me and I go there all the time. It's just so much better. Rice, beans, chickens are so much better here. But the one thing that stinks here, there's no good pizza spots at all. And it, it really bothers me because up there we're spoiled with pizza. I go to Connecticut. My family's from Connecticut. Even better so, up there. Yeah. yeah. I go there all the time for pizza, peppies, and all that. It's just so much better. It's, it's so disappointing how bad pizza is here. And I was so upset about it. I think it is like anywhere outside of our area. It just, you might be right. And, and even if it's like, okay, and, and usually it's not, but it's like, it's, it's just, you know, when you're, when you, when you're at the top and everywhere you go is going to be disappointing and that's, yeah. you know, and, and cheesesteaks obviously, but you know, that's, that's a given, I think, but yeah, yeah. pizza, the pizza is the big one. Um, but you're right. Mexican food. It's not just like Chipotle is what we, they, you yeah. know, that's, I still go there, but you got your Puerto this is your. Tex-Mex, all that stuff, which is amazing. For sure. Um, been to Disney World yet? Of course, and Universal. Favorite favorite uh, part of both? Uh, the rides. The rides are amazing. 
I so love what, what rides should be the, the oh, yeah. oh, oh so there's this new one at Universal. It's like this Jurassic World one. That one's insane. I went on that one. It came out about a year ago. Um, and it, it was amazing. Everyone I tell that's coming down here for a senior trip and all that, I'm telling them to go on that ride. Um, pre-game uh, or game day music, your preference? I'm, listening. I'm a big Pop Smoke guy. That's what I put on before my games. He just gets me ready to go. We talked a bit before we started about everybody's journey being different. You know, what does it mean to you that, you know, like I said, your, your friends have, have been accepting. I mean, this is, this is your journey. This is you doing what you feel is going to put you in there. Cause your goals are, I mean, I know we say, you know, just to get to pit and not be a, a cheerleader, but there's goals beyond that too, I'm sure. So, so just to, to be able to have this journey, what does it mean to you? Uh, it, it's, it means a lot to me. Everyone, everyone's journey is different. Uh, it's just crazy that my journey is a thousand miles away from my home. Um, and again, I, I recommend to anyone who just wants to be a great baseball player and wants to make the best out of themselves. But I'm very, very uh, thankful for my journey. Absolutely. Sebastian Pisacreta has been our guest today, the next level academy down in Florida, but, but always here, Bishop Eustace, South Jersey, and, uh, you know, always will be a Jersey guy and uh, certainly will be home this summer and uh, looking forward to, to connecting and, and seeing him at some, uh, some South Jersey Kings games too. For sure. Thank you. Absolutely. Have a great uh, rest of the day, everyone. Thanks for watching this edition of Jersey Baseball Show, and we will see you next time.